friends, and welcome to your Life Now show. This is Coach Ria, your host. Thank you all for being here. Thank you for the people who signed in in the chat room and for the people in, in my switchboard. Thank you all. Um, I am the founder and the CEO of Your Life Now. It's a professional life coaching service. And on this show, we try to discuss a different topic related to our everyday life, you know, um, included but not limited to personal growth, professional growth, relationships, money, finances, career, self-esteem, health and fitness, and of course, overall, the quality of life. On this show, I always say, you know, I, I like to set my intention <clears throat> in the beginning of the show, as if you all know who listened to me before, I like to do that. My intention of having and hosting this show is really to inspire you, to inspire you to take a look at your life and make some positive changes in your life, and hopefully, by doing so, things start to improve in your life. So that's my intention. With all due being said, you know, I just want to make sure I'll give you uh, the number to call in. I have a great guest with me here today. Uh, the number to call in is 626-213-5773. If you are an international caller, there's a Skype icon next to the number, so use that to dial in if you like to ask questions. The chat room is open. You can always sign in and put your question there as well. Um, with me today, my guest, and I'm hoping that I pronounce your name because I'm probably going to say it in French, Michael. Um, with me today, Michael Lucerre is um, the uh, author of the best-selling book, Law of Attraction and Law of Connection. Michael has earned a reputation as being the Law of Attraction how-to guy. And he's definitely one of my teachers. So um, he teaches people and gives them tools and tips and techniques so they can apply the Law of Attraction to their lives. He has been interviewed four times by Oprah Winfrey on her um, XM radio show, Oprah and Friends. And he also hosted his own show on Oprah and Friends for 52 weeks, for a full year almost. I think it is a full year. And uh, um, Michael has certified over a 1,000 teleleaders as a former trainer with Teleclass International, Inc. And uh, he continued his work. He's, he's uh, coming up with a new book. We're going to discuss that. And it's really, truly an honor for me to have him on the show. And I definitely have attracted you to me, uh, Michael. Welcome. Thank you for Hello, being here. Hello. Thank you. Good morning. Good afternoon for everybody. Good morning. Where are you? Are you in uh, British Columbia? I, didn't I am. I'm on the west okay. coast of Canada, just north of Seattle on a little island. So that will give you some idea where I'm staying. Where so I'm the uh, chat room picture is perfect then. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, having interviews over the phone is pretty ideal when you live on an island. <laughs> Oh, that is great. It's definitely yeah. a great thing. So it's close to Vancouver? Is that where you're at? Uh, it's, well, it's near Vancouver, but it's on an island. I'm in Victoria, which is okay. on an island off of Vancouver. So give that's people beautiful. an idea I'm on the West Coast. Yeah, it's very nice here. No snow. That's the big no advantage. That's, that's incredible. Yeah, because I have been in Vancouver, but I've never been to uh, Victoria. Victoria, which yeah. Is, uh, yeah. Um, anyhow, welcome. Thank you for being here. Wow, where to start? You know, I have to tell you, you know, what a great attraction because I, I don't know exactly how that happened, but I said, you know what, I like to have Michael on my show, and here you are. So, you know, I have to give myself a credit, too. Yeah, well, you decided you wanted it and took action towards it, and now I'm here. 
And you are here, and, and, and I'm so excited to have you here. Well, my friends, um, let's talk about the book first. And I know the law of attraction had been in the news, you know, of course, after the secrets and, and people, you know, misuse what the law of attraction all mean. And you, the person who to go to, who can explain to us exactly what is the science behind the law of attraction. Well, you know, the reason why it's called a science is because it's duplicatable and there's a formula. You know, a lot of people think it has something to do with, you know, uh, molecules and atoms, and it could, but I don't understand any of that. But there is a science to it. In other words, I can deliberately attract something to myself or, most importantly, stop attracting something to myself, which is really what most people should be doing is stop attracting negative things. We can do that when you understand that law of attraction is all about vibes, Mm-hmm. Now, we use the word vibe, and we really use it to describe the words moods or feelings. I might say, wow, you know, Ray's got a great vibe, or this building has a good vibe, or wow, this apartment has a great vibe. We use the word vibe to describe a mood or a feeling. Right. And the word vibe actually comes from, or easily comes from, the word vibration. So, you know, my job is to demystify what this vibrational energy means. Well, it's pretty simple. The word vibration really means the word vibe. And the word vibe really means the, mood, the moods or feelings. So when I talk about sending a negative vibe, it means I have a negative feeling. Or if I'm picking up a positive vibe from somebody, it means I can feel their positivity. That's all it means. I'm demystifying the complex of, oh, it's all about vibrational energy. Well, it is, but what does that mean? It's just vibes. Where do vibes come from? They come from moods or feelings. And here's the question everybody needs to know. Uh, not the question, the statement, rather. Right now, everybody is sending a vibe or putting it off or emitting it. You're not even doing it on purpose. So that means all of us right now are putting off or sending out or emitting a negative or positive vibe, even without even knowing that you were doing it. Well, and the reason I – mean, yeah, mm-hmm. go ahead. No, no, I, w- I was going to say because, I mean, you know, unfortunately most of those vibes are unconscious vibes because we're not, you know, deliberate. Yes. Well, that's the beauty of it, is that we can make them deliberate, which is what deliberate attraction is about. It means I can deliberately attract something if I can deliberately send the right vibe. But there's way too many promises for people. There's way too many promises that they can attract pearls and jewels and cars and women and men and so on and so and so on and so on and so on. So on. Way can too I many promises. And it's yeah. almost impossible to attract things if you have a negative vibration around you. You see, that negative vibe dilutes the positive vibe of the desire. So the first part of law of attraction is stop attracting negative things. And, of course, that's what I talk about in my book. It's in two sections. The first section is stop attracting negative things. And the next section is here's how you start attracting positive things. Can I say something about that? Because, I mean, obviously I had read the book first when it came out, and I just went through it again yesterday to just kind of refresh myself in some of the areas that, you know, it's a great book, by the way. I definitely, definitely recommend people to, if they don't have the book, to go get it because it gives you tools, exercises to do. Um, But one of the things that I actually had um, encountered recently with, with someone, that they actually do not really believe that they attract negative things to their life. They have a hard time believing that and accepting it. And I think one of the things that I really like you to kind of enlighten people a little bit. I'm going to give you my my first answer, and it's going to sting just a little bit. 
Okay. It's none of your business what they should believe or shouldn't believe. And it's right. none of my business with people. When I do a seminar, I never, ever, ever try to convince people of law of attraction. Matter of fact, the first thing I tell them is, I can't prove this to anybody. If you're looking for proof, you came to the wrong room. But what I can do is tell you how to tap into it deliberately so you can start attracting what you want. So when people say they don't believe it, then you, your job is not to try to convince them. That's not your job. Your job, because I know you trust follow law of attraction, your job is to model it. Right. People say, wow, Ray, how are you having such a great life? What are you doing? Your relationships are good. Your show's taken off. And you can say, I'll use law of attraction. And they can say, oh, I don't believe that. You don't need their approval. It's you don't right need there, somebody yeah. else's approval to believe it. Yeah. And I have people in my life close. I have two friends in my life that never read my book. They're my good friends and have never read my book. And it's not that they don't believe it. We just don't have that conversation. Uh, is their life different than mine? Yes. Is it better or worse? I'm not going to judge that. It's just different. Things come to us quite easily when we understand about law of attraction. And we can have a much better lives when we know how to get rid of negativity. That's all. I'm trying but to convince people. But, I mean, I, I totally understand that. I mean, and, and it was actually a friend, and it wasn't somebody that I coach or anything, because I, I can never tell anybody how they, you know, they have to see it themselves, or I have to model it, like you yes, said. Yes. But, but the one thing that I really think that we should all really start doing is taking 100% responsibility, accepting responsibility. And I think that's why most of us don't really realize that the law of attraction can work against us, too, because we could be attracting you know, we definitely attract it. We constantly attracting. I mean, the the, yeah. the vibration is always there, right? Yeah. But if we're not deliberate, we can get whatever comes to us. Yeah. But well, I think, I think it goes back to the same thing. So it's it's ourselves. You know, it's like, oh, I take responsibility, and I, you know, we cannot fix everybody, and we can't heal the planet. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just way too big of a job. So our job was to mind our vibration. And I appreciate that you want to teach it to your friend. But when you model it, your friend will say, wow, how is it that you're having such a great life? You know, that's what law of attraction is. I mean, I literally have people in my life that don't want to talk about it, and that's okay. Do I spend a lot of time with them? Not too much. Everybody in my life is living a life of using law of attraction and having great results and celebrating it. And then when people want to join, I don't lower my vibrations to be to be around other people. They need to raise they need to raise their vibration to be around me. Yeah, I'm that's pretty really selfish true. that way. <laughs> I know yeah. in your book you talk about it's okay. I want you to talk about that because Yes, I think well you know selfish sometimes can be a dirty word for some people, but selfish really <laughs> right. means right. self care. Right. Like, you know, I wouldn't go to a restaurant and eat something I didn't like the taste of. I wouldn't smell something I didn't like the smell of. I wouldn't uh, listen to music I don't like the sound of. I mean, really. So why would I be around someone that doesn't make me feel good? Why would I have a job that doesn't make me feel good? I'm selfish. In other words, I care about myself enough to say I'm only going to want to be around positive people. I only want to be around clients that uplift and inspire me and do the work and so on and so on. Yeah. You know, the and thing it, is, I mean... Mm -hmm. Sorry, go ahead. I just want to talk about the word accountability, or sorry, responsibility, because you know me, I love to slice and dice words. So I'm going to give you the mm -hmm. Michael Lozier. That's how you pronounce right. my last name. I'm, I'm going to give again? you the Michael, it's Lozier. Lozier, okay. Yeah. Well, I-E-R in French is pronounced A. Right, I know. That's why I, I was going to say it in yeah. French, because I'm half French, so yeah. Okay, yeah. I wish there was a famous Canadian hockey player named Michael Lozier, <laughs> so everybody would know my name. 
There, there is a hockey player named Michael Auger, but he's not famous. But when he becomes famous, then people will know how to pronounce my name. So here's what um, responsibility means. Now, I like to slice and dice words and find out what is the real meaning of that and how can I reframe the meaning. In other words, how can I, how can I have a different meaning behind this word? Right. So here's what the word responsibility means. Go ahead. I'm My okay. ability mm-hmm. to respond. My okay. ability to respond. You know what? Negative stuff happens to me too, but what's my ability to respond? Do I get angry and pissed, ticked off rather and call 25 friends and go to IHateMyLife.com and put it out there? Or do I say, mm, I didn't like that. What would I like instead? So your, your responsibility is your ability to respond. Mm, okay. Now, what's accountability? It's your ability to account for what you attracted. They're both very important words. Let's say it again. Accountability is my ability to account for. So what does that mean? Well, it means that I have the ability to account for why I attracted it. So when something shows up in my life, I can point at that and say, that's here because of me. I can account for why I attracted that. Oh, look at me. I've got a great parking spot. I love when that happens. Oh, that's there because of me. I put my parking vibes out there. So you can account for why that happened. Well, acknowledging basically what you're saying, because I do a lot of deliberate attraction myself, and I kind of like to try to witness it, you know, happening. And it, it feels good, first of all, you know, when you actually feel like, wow, did I really do that? And, uh, but awareness, I think it's, it's being a little bit more conscious, right? Well, yeah. Well, part of my teaching around law of attraction is to really acknowledge things that you've attracted that match the vibration that you sent. So if you talk about attracting a great client or a boyfriend or girlfriend or some more money or a job offer and you do the law of attraction deliberate process, you do the work, and then you get a job interview and you, hear, you overhear a story about a friend that got a job and you turn the TV on that's about job interviews, you can say, that's there because of me. In other words, law of attraction lined up your energy so much so that you would match like-minded vibrations. And then we say, wow, this is such a coincidence. This is so serendipitous. This is so synchronistic. It just came to me out of the blue. And the answer is yes. All of those are evidence of law of attraction. And when you celebrate everything that shows up in your life that matches your vibration, even if it's big and ugly, and say, oh, that's exactly what I didn't want to have happen. Well, guess what? You gave that attention, energy, and focus, and that's why you got it. So if you say, that's exactly what I didn't want to have happen this week, well, that's exactly what you gave attention to, and that's exactly what Law of Attraction responded to. So whether it's something positive or negative, you should be able to point at it and say, that's here because of me. Right. Well, that's taking the responsibility and hold yourself accountable. That's right. That's there because of me. Now, that is a big pill to swallow. You're not going to get everybody on board waving pom-poms in the air over that. That is people that understand law of attraction fully, that have done the work, that can really stand back and say, wow, did I ever attract something negative this week? And, and, And when you say, I wonder how that happened, then you don't get it. But you can say this. Ooh, I don't know what I was vibrating that caused me to attract that, but I don't like it. In other words, you're taking accountability that you attracted, you sent the vibe that attracted it. You might not, you might not like it, and you might not understand where it came from, but you have to own that it's our vibration that created the attraction. That's right. what responsibility and accountability means in this sense. 
Yeah, but I mean, you know, I mean, I obviously I don't want to, you know, we are still human, and I'm sure you 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 experience some fall down sometime where you feel low vibration. And I remember one time, because I used to actually be part of your teleclass as well, and you know, you talk about friends, you know, with low vibration, or even a family member. You know, yeah. we can't just stay away from a family member, but they there, and and so. How do you raise your own vibration so you over, you know, you counter, you know, uh, fit the 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 bad vibration or the low vibration? That's that's where I think, you know. Mm-hmm. Okay, Go good points. Ideally, you wouldn't have to raise your vibration because it would already been risen. I think what you're asking me is, how do I not lower my vibration to match somebody else's? If the natural state of your vibration is high, let's say on a scale of 1 to 100, you know, it's like we're on 90 and 95. We feel good, great things are happening, we've got positive thoughts. Then we come up to our friend. And the negative people are always talking about what? They don't what? Mm-hmm. Right. They don't want What they something. don't want, what they don't like. Right. So they're using the word don't, not, and no. Your vibes are high. You're on 99.9 on the dial. You're having a great time. Your friend comes up and meets you in the coffee shop, and the first thing they want to do is complain about how bad the day was and how they slept in. You have one job, and it's to protect your vibration. And you are allowed to say this. So what would you like instead? You don't like that? You don't like the way that worked out? You don't like your job? You don't like your boyfriend? You don't, what would you like instead? You're, you're allowed to turn the conversation around. It's like polluting your vibration when you allow negative people because we tend to lower our vibration to match theirs. So, yes, we have negative people in our life. And, yes, we have a choice whether to include them be around them, and to help them realign their language by asking them, so what do you want? And when people go from what they don't want to what they do want, the words change. And when the words change, the vibration changes. Now they're sending a new vibration that matches yours. Well, you're very focused on words because I know in your book, words, words, words. But you also said something about contrast. And you talk about, like, if if you know what you don't want, you can use that as tools to get what you want. So can you explain yeah. that? Because I think that's a, most of the majority of people, they really don't know what they want. And they yeah, well, knowing what you don't want is really, really helpful. You know, sometimes if I go to a restaurant, I don't know what I want until I look at the menu and I say, oh, I don't want that. That's too spicy or that's too heavy or that's got too much wheat in it or that's got too much onions or, you know, even decide to order a pizza. I use this contrast to help me know what, knowing what I don't like helps me birth what I do like. Oh, you want to go on a vacation? I don't know where I want to go. Well, tell me what you don't like about your past vacations. Oh, it was too long and the exchange rate was too high. Seeing how knowing what you don't want can help you birth more clarity. And clarity is, comes from the birthing of the contrast if we choose to do it. Oh, I don't like if the red do. one. Well, what do you want? Oh, I like the blue one. <laughs> Knowing what you don't want can help you birth what you do want. And when you focus and talk about what you don't want, you give it attention, energy, and focus, which causes you to attract more of it. That's really true, very true. I mean, like I said, I always, I, I always put it to the test. And, uh, and, and, and I notice myself, like, you know, if, because like I said, we're all human, and sometimes we can fall in the crack and just say, well, wait a second, I need to get out. You know, <laughs> that's not what I wanted to attract. You know, but uh, I bring my awareness to the surface, and, and it takes practice. I think, you know, it, it doesn't happen automatically if your natural state is always being negative and, 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 and focusing always on the negativity, because there's a lot of people, unfortunately, especially with the, you know, what's going on with the economy worldwide, what's going on with people, you know, they focus more. None of more. your business. None of your business. No, no, I'm not none saying about business. me. I'm just talking well, about. Well, it's like, none of nobody's business what's <laughs> happening outside the world, really. 
That's the question to everything you're going to say. It's none of your business. Does it mean you don't have to care about it? No, you can, be, you can have apathy, but what's happening in house sales in Phoenix shouldn't have affect you if you live in New York. In other words, sometimes it doesn't pay us to know the things that people want us to know when our only job is to protect our vibration. But people feed on drama. I mean, I see that I don't watch the news, and like I said, I really don't care because, I mean, you know, being uh, on the Internet also using social media, you're going to hear some of that news anyway. So why would you deliberately put yourself in a low vibration, you know, state and take more of the, neg- of the, uh, uh, the negative news and all these things? But people feed on it. I mean, like sometimes it gets really annoying. Like I, 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 you're probably not really, you know, um, in that. But most people are not talking about what's going on in election time, right, in here in the United States. And, and people say negative things about the, the, um, the candidate and all this stuff. Who cares? I don't care. And if well, whatever well, here's the deal, but I have I have to call you on it. Look at the charge you're getting right now over that subject. And if you were in my house, <laughs> you know what I would do? I would go. Why are we having this conversation? And the big part about it is you're telling me what other people are saying about it. And I want to tell you really gently again: mind your vibration. So instead of trying to, this person does that or this person says that, we have to apply it in our own lives. And when I'm at a seminar and someone says, what happened, what would happen if this? And I say, is it happening to you? And they say no. And I said, then it's none of your business. In other words, all these scenario type questions, I never answer. If it's directly affecting you, I'll answer it. Otherwise, it's none of your business. And I know it stings when I say that, but that's really what this training is. And I'm going to summarize everything. My whole book could be summarized into these five words. And the five words are, you get what you vibrate. So whether you're telling me the story about your neighbors that don't like the politics or you don't like the commercials on TV or whatever, now you're including that negative vibration in your own vibration, and law of attraction doesn't know you're talking about your friends. Right. Well, but see, that's that's not (laughs) – I have to clear something here. What I'm trying to say here, it was not a question. I'm just trying to teach people who are listening, my listeners. This is my – that's the reason I'm doing this show. It's to inspire people to to make some some positive changes in their life, right? Yes. So we're teaching them something, and you are a great person to come and teach people about the law of attraction. I, I, I couldn't ask for a better guess, right? But all I'm just saying, I'm trying to make people, the listeners, understand that you, can not, you, do not, you don't have to scoop into that level of low vibration, no. listening and reading and, and, and watching this crap. That's all I'm saying. I, I'm not yeah. saying, well, you know, that I'm... Mm-hmm. Okay, well, let's give everybody some tools because, you know, it's like telling people to stop watching the news and stop being around negative people. Well, guess what? We're not going to win that. <laughs> We're not going to win that fight. But here's what I want to tell people. Negative vibration, in other words, when you feel negative, is almost always due because you're talking about what you don't want. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't want this, and I don't like this, and I don't want this, and I don't have that. I don't want this to happen. I don't like this about this. I don't like this about that person. In other words, every time I use the word don't, not, and no, I say to myself, I give it attention. If I go on the Internet and I type in no football, what shows up? Right. Football. <laughs> if I go on the Internet and I type in no sex, what shows up? So when I say I don't want this to be difficult, I don't want my clients to cancel, I don't want to be rejected, I don't want to be lonely, that's what I'm giving attention to. So here's everybody's homework. Every time that you use the word don't, not, and no, here is the reset sentence. In other words, so, oh, I've got to reset my words. So I want everyone to write the words. If you're not driving, you can do it. Write the words don't, not, and no. They're the three words to eliminate. 
And the reset sentence is, so what do I want? That makes sense? That's so let's cool. test it. Don't forget, so what do I want? Remember, I don't want my clients to cancel. Well, what do you want? I want my clients to keep my point, appointment. Oh, I don't want to attract someone that, that's broke. What do you want? I want to attract someone that's money. I, I don't want to attract a boyfriend or girlfriend that uh, doesn't like to dance. What do you want? Every time you use the word don't, not, and no, you can reframe it by saying, so what do I want? And here's what happens. When I go from what I don't want to what I do want, the words change, the words change, the vibration changes. Now I'm sending a new vibration, and law of attraction is responding to that. Law of attraction can bring us a lot of things that we want, but people just starting out need to learn this, the part one of it. And part one is how do I stop attracting negative things? And it's eliminating the words don't, not, and no by saying, so what do I want? It's homework. It's a challenge to learn it and apply it. And for parents, I know that they're telling their kids, don't get your clothes dirty. Don't forget your homework. Don't beat up your brother. Don't drink. Don't smoke. Don't have sex. Don't drink and drive. And don't do this and don't do that. And they're going to hear my voice in their head say, so what do I want? And it gets right. easier. Don't touch you the know, stove. I, become, that. I, I mean, I have yeah. to, I'm sorry. I interrupted you. But no, I, that's I, okay. I, I'm excited. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, I know you can. I remember, like, you know, my son is 15 now. But when I first, like, you know, I, I was using that actually with my son. So, like, I never and I even, like, you know, try to practice it constantly. Like, okay, so instead of telling my son, don't do that. And I was just, like, in my mind, I remember what you say, right? And I said, okay, yeah. so what is it that I want him to do? Because they only hear what comes after. So yeah. whatever it is that you say and you don't, that's exactly what comes, you know, which is yeah. really true. Yeah, I mean, don't run away calls. from me, and they're running away from you. So <laughs> it is a trained behavior. I agree. There's a book. The last chapter in my book is called How to Teach Law of Attraction to Children, and, yes. it's, and this yes. is what we're teaching them, how to correct themselves, and most importantly, how to point it out to their parents, that their parents are using the word don't, not, and no. I mean, I know that becomes a little game for them. It becomes fun. It's like, oh, I just caught mommy or daddy using the word don't, not, and no. They get excited, and guess what? It's a learned behavior for them. And you know what it does? It eliminates negativity at the home, and it also eliminates negativity at the workplace when everybody stops using the word don't, not, and no. That's how it works. Well, you you said it very well. I'm going to give you a little break because we're going to check and see. I think people are making some comments in the chat room. Um, but I just also want to give the number out. I see people on the switchboard. If you do want to um, speak with my guests or have a question, you need to raise your hand. Um, I think you dial 1 um, to speak to the guest, to the host. And uh, the number to call in is 626-213-5773. And uh, you can use the Skype from the uh, the homepage as well if you are an international caller. And, uh, of course, the chat room is open. And thank you all for being there. And one more reminder, this show will be archived. So you can go back and listen to all the tools and tips uh, uh, that had, Michael had, uh, is giving us right now. And it will also be on iTunes for free download. So you can go to the podcast section, put my name in there, and, and you'll find the show or even uh, search uh, Michael's name. And, uh, and my friends, we're going to take a short break, and we're going to be uh, right back.
Okay, my friends, welcome back. This is Coach Ria. You are listening to your Life Now show, and with me here in the studio, um, my guest, Michael Lozier. I hope I said it right this time, Michael. Uh, you were, it was nice. <laughs> it was okay. It was, I get many interpretations of my name. That was nice. <laughs> okay. People torture my name, you know, very well, too, yeah. so I, I always try my best, but uh, I apologize if I didn't say it right. Michael is the author of the best-selling book, Law of Attraction and Law of Connection. And uh, before the break, we were talking about, you know, the don't, want, know, what I want, you know, and, and, and he given us a lot of tips, a lot of tools to use. So make sure you do re-listen to the show. It will be archived and it will also be available for free download on iTunes in the podcast section of iTunes. So, Michael, thank you again for being here. What a great guest. You know, thank it's, you. it's uh, attraction, attraction, attraction. It's, uh, that's, um, so, um, so we, affirmations. Okay, that's one thing I want to talk about. Because the first one I read in your you book. Are, you're asking all the hot button questions today, aren't you? <laughs> I know, and I get you all, like, you know, fired up about, you know, with me. You said affirm, affirmation do not work. Part of my coaching, I work with self-talk. And self-talk is basically reprogramming some of the, the beliefs that we've been living with for a long time, right, in our mind. But you you say affirmation do, do not work unless well, you Well, you know what? I was so careful about that title that I can quote it to you with the open of my book. It's called <laughs> Why Your Affirmations May Not Be Working. Okay. Because I had the affirmation police all over me when I talked about it. So I, I kind of put my tail between the legs and said, well, here's why they may not be working. So if it's working for some people, you can keep doing them. But for most people, they're not working, and I know why. Okay. You tell us. Oh, you want to know? Okay. I want to know. <laughs> now, law of attraction has one job. It responds to the vibration that I'm sending. I'm sending one right now and right now and right now and right now. The words that I'm using and the thoughts that I'm thinking are causing me to send a vibration. So right now I'm sending a vibration. I'm not even doing it on purpose and I'm sending a vibration. And that vibration is coming from the words and the thoughts that I'm using. So we're going to play a little game. And you're going to okay. be my law of attraction. You're going to be law of attraction. And you're going to eavesdrop on me. Okay. And I want you to tell me what I'm giving attention to when I say this. Uh, not what I'm giving attention to. What do I feel when I say this? Um, I love being on, I love being on talk radio. That probably feels good. It's a true sentence. Now I'm a big yeah. guy. Like I'm big like Drew Carey. If y'all know who Drew Carey is, yes. What I if do. I said this? I have a happy, slender body. First, well, is that a positive affirmation? Right. Well, I'm trying to I'm trying to support the point you're making, right? So here's my question: uh, Is that a positive affirmation when I say I have a happy, slender body? No. Oh, it is so. It meets, meets all the criteria. Louise Hay would say it's in the positive state, sentence. It's about me. It's in the current tense. I'll say it again. I have a happy, slender body. Is that a positive affirmation? It's a positive affirmation, but it's not a true affirmation for you. That's not what I asked you. The okay. truth is, yes, it's a positive affirmation, and here's why it doesn't work. Mm -hmm. Law of attraction, everybody needs to hear this. Law of attraction responds to how I feel about what I say and think. Right. I'm going to say that again. Law of attraction responds to how I feel about what I say and think. So let's pretend I'm in front of a bathroom mirror and I can't see my feet because I'm so fat. And I say, I have a happy, slender body. 
well, yeah, they were positive words, but what thought am I thinking now? No, you don't. Look how big you are. You're as big as you've ever been. And those thoughts are generating what kind of vibration? Not a great feeling. Not a great one. So now I'm standing in front of the bathroom mirror telling myself I have a happy, slender body when I don't believe it. And now I'm sending a negative vibration when I use the positive affirmation. And if you're taking notes, I want you to write this down. A positive affirmation can send a negative vibration. I'll say it again. A positive affirmation can send a negative vibration. It's like, what? Yeah, that's true. How about this affirmation? Tell me when this would feel good. Here's an affirmation I saw at my friend's office. My business is overflowing. Is that a positive affirmation? It is. It is. He has zero clients. So I asked him about it. I said, tell me about that little poster. He says, oh, I, don't, I can't even look at it. It just depresses me. So yeah. even though he says my business is overflowing, there's a right. little part of him that does, or a big part of him that doesn't believe, believe it. it. And that disbelief now created an, an affirmation. I went to a, a networking meeting, and a woman had a brooch on, and she said, business is booming. So I thought, oh, good for her. I'm going to talk to her about it. And I said, well, business is booming. Tell me about that. She said, oh, it's not booming. I just like the pin. It was made up of little diamonds or something. She goes, I just like the brooch. And I said, so you never read it? She said, no, I never read it. She said, it makes me feel negative. I hope everybody gets this. A positive affirmation can send a negative vibration. Now, I'm the how-to guy with Law of Attraction. I teach people how to do it differently, how to do it better. So we do want to be able to affirm what we want and be able to talk about it. So I'm going to re-language and reword the sentence a little bit. So it feels good. And it's not me to tell you whether it feels good or not. You decide whether it feels good. And here's how you re-language affirmations so they feel better. I'm in the process of attracting my ideal blank. Right. So it could be, I'm in the process of attracting my ideal boyfriend or girlfriend. I'm in the process of attracting my ideal body. I'm in the process of attracting my ideal customer. And I know the, uh, the affirmation police would say, well, never state that you're in the process. Always state it as if you have it. But today we learned if you state it as if you have it and you don't, now you're sending a negative vibration. So the new way to state what you want is saying, I'm in the process of attracting my ideal customer or client. And then people say, well, doesn't that mean you're always going to be in the process? And you know what the answer to that is? Yes. Because even when you get the thing that you say you want, you're going to want something bigger and better and more. That's how it works. Well, I guess what, I, what I'm hearing you saying, which is something that I definitely 100% you know, uh, believe in, you have to really ask yourself how that statement makes you feel. So if the statement makes you feel good, that means it's it's something that you you believe. And if the statement doesn't make you feel good and you really don't believe it, then you need to reward it. You know, make it. You know, uh, alter it, tweak it. Oh, a little yes, bit, I know. Right? And that's you know, I, I'm, it's a joke. I call it our vibrational meter. <laughs> that's right. our vibrational meter reader. That's what we use to help us determine. Right. Right. Like I want I want well, people will email me and say, can you tell me if this feels right? No, I can't. Right. Sure well, job. no, that's not. You know, um, I I just want to see. I just want to acknowledge everybody in in the um, in the switchboard. You know, if you want to call in, call in. <laughs> Michael my, Michael will not yell at you. I promise you. Well, you can't promise uh, that. <laughs> I, I, you know what? I, I can sing I a bit, even... but I'm gentle. 
I'm a gentle no, stinger. I love you. You're like, you know, yeah, no, I'm I'm just saying because I know you're very excited about the topic. You you know what you're talking about. So that's the beauty about it. So I'm yeah. I'm not I'm not mad at you. <laughs> Thank you. But if you want to do talk to Michael, you have a question for him, I hope you call in 626-213-5773 so he doesn't keep yelling at me. <laughs> okay? <laughs> no, I'm I'm just joking here. I just that's love cool. speaking with you. This is really cool. Okay, so um I know you also practice. Or are you still on a neurolinguistic programmer? Well, my second book called NLP? Law of Connection is about mm-hmm. NLP, and the particular part about NLP is around uh, the communication styles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's why you, I mean, I know with you, you're very into uh, languages and words and stuff like that. That's one thing I know about you uh, for years now. And, uh, um, you know, obviously for people who do not know what NLP, maybe you can explain to them exactly what that is. Well, NLP, it's kind of a jargony word, too. It means neuro-linguistic programming, neuro being the brain, linguistic being Mm -hmm. words, and programming meaning like, you know, the brain. That kind of, uh, yes. So... Those are, uh, that's what NLP is. And in my book it talks about there's four different communication styles and, you know, mm-hmm. we're one of them and that means there's another three, your boyfriend or girlfriend or student or children could be other ones. Right. There could be other ones. There could be other styles. So that's what we have to consider. So when I talk about, uh, you know, one style, I might not be matching somebody else that I'm talking to. You know, I know in your book, in in when um, when you describe when they talk about the author of the book, you mentioned in the uh, mid '90s, I believe. You were curious to know why you attracted negative things into your life. I know you did not have a trouble, you know, childhood or anything like that. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, right. You well, were- I was bullied a lot when I was young because I was so fat, right? So you, you can see how bullying works. So I'm going to school, I'm worried about getting picked on and so on and so on and so on, and I'm scared to go to work and I hide every day. And so law of attraction is eavesdropping on my vibration, and now my vibration's giving attention to being bullied. And then I get bullied, and guess what? It was a perfect match. So uh, I didn't deserve it, but I got more of what I gave attention to. But then most of the time I was positive, and I really saw that. And I thought, wow, because even when I was young, even when I was young, I was different. I didn't have a lot of friends. I, I played in my room or the, you know, the playground by myself, and really sensitive around negative energy. But I attracted lots of great stuff, and everybody around me would say, how did you get that? And I was a daydreamer, so I always knew the relationship between attracting something positive and getting something positive. Boy, I knew that. But I didn't understand about that law of attraction would attract negative things. I thought law of attraction was like God or the universe or some higher power. People give way too much credit to the universe. They think the universe is smart. Yes, they think the universe figures stuff out for them. They think the universe knows what they want. They think the universe knows the difference between good and bad. It doesn't. It doesn't have a brain. It doesn't have a conscience. It's obedient. When you're sending off a negative vibe, law of attraction doesn't know whether it's good for you or not or whether you want it or don't want it or whether it's helpful or not. Law of attraction is not in the job of figuring stuff out. It's in the job of matching. Matter of fact, the two-word job description for law of attraction is simple. Match vibrations. Yes, that includes negative ones. So if we're sending off a negative vibe, this universal energy around us called law of attraction is matching it. If we're sending out a positive vibe, this universal law of attraction around us is sending is matching it. It's matching right now. And that's why we want to be deliberate senders of vibrations. I want to be deliberately, deliberate how I send vibrations. Why? Because that's the job of law of attraction. 
and I want to make sure it picks up my better vibration. Yeah, exactly. I mean, but I mean, like, I, I mean, I, I still believe that, you know, um, but that's not my business. But, you know, I think just to yeah. put it out there that we need to practice, you know. Deliberate. Oh, yes, it's practice. I mean, I, you know, I get caught saying don't not and no sometimes, too. And if I'm not correcting me, mm-hmm. you can bet one of my friends is quickly and easily. And, you know, I mean, I know when when the um, the movie and the book, The Secret, came out, people miss understood what the law of attraction it's all about and they thought they can sit on there you know um and <laughs> and thing happen to them well it doesn't happen so you got to take action i think you got to take some you know some effort to 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 do something in your life but you talk also about allowing and i call it the law of allowing you know most of us we you know we forget that we need to allow things to happen as well right well you know it's kind of a buzzword like what does that mean really Mm-hmm. What, right. is it, what does it mean to allow? You know, and I'm always like making up stories. You know, every time we put something into law of attraction, every time we talk about it and give it attention, it's like we're placing a vibrational order. When I pick up the phone to order a pizza, I'm, I'm placing the order over the phone. When I talk about something that I like or don't like, I just gave it attention. So I just placed a vibrational order. With a lot of people, everything they ordered is stockpiling outside of the door. Everything they're ordering. They've ordered, they've been requesting stuff and summoning energy and sending the energy in motion for weeks and weeks and weeks. And the trouble is they haven't allowed it in. <laughs> they haven't opened the door. It's like me ordering the pizza from three pizza places but never answering the door. Or making the phone call, which is the action part, what I was speaking of. So you need well, to take that. That's, no? that's another no? subject, no, because, okay. you know, there's a, lot of mixed, uh, there's a lot of mixed opinions about that. And I wrote an article. It's on my website, lawofattractionbook.com. And it is, do I have to take action or not? And the answer is yes and no. <laughs> In other words, if you say, for example, that you just said, oh, I'd like the law of attraction to attract an ideal new client. And you did step one in my book. You identified your ideal client. Then you did step two, and you're getting all excited about it. And then you, that night you go to the networking meeting and you go look for one. Guess what? That's not law of attraction. That's preparing you to go shopping. There's a right. difference. If you build a list of what you want and you take it to Walmart and you go up and down the aisles, you are shopping for it. It's not using law of attraction. And with law of attraction, we use the three-step formula, and part of that is just giving it attention, energy, and focus. And then let law of attraction start to present you things that are in alignment. It might take a day or two or three days or four days, and you say, ah, look at this. This is information about what I talked about the other day. In other words, it's starting to trickle in. You're starting to allow it to come to you. That's what allowing means. Okay. And in my book, I spend one-third of my book, Law of Attraction, which is at lawofattractionbook.com. I spend an hour, sorry, an hour. I spend a third of it just on allowing because it's the most important part of the formula. Allowing is the most important part of the formula. It's also the least understood. It's also the least taught. It's also the least written about. Right, right. So all these people that are wanting to attract positive things and they're not allowing it, well, then they're out of luck. Well, so how how do how do we practice allowing? Well, you know, I can tell you what it is, and it takes more it takes more than a, a three minute conversation. Three minutes conversation. Research. I understand, but can you give yeah. us at least? I can. You know? Allowing is the absence <laughs> okay. of doubt. Right. If I doubt something, it has a negative vibration. Oh, I'd love to have that, but I doubt I can have it. So I love to have that's a positive vibration, and I doubt I can have it is doubt. And now it just canceled out the positive vibration, so the net effect of the manifestation is zero. Oh, I'd love to attract 10 new clients. Oh, but I doubt that I can. That just got canceled. 
Right. So, th- so when we don't have any doubt, that means we're allowing. So eliminating doubts, basically, that kind of... That's right, eliminating the doubt. And the best way to get okay. rid of doubt is to find proof. We oh, doubt okay. everything until we get proof. I say, oh, right. I can jump up and touch that. You say, I doubt it. And then I do. You say, okay, I believe it. So with law of attraction, we would be very deliberate in noticing things that are coming to us that are in alignment. So, oh, look at that, look at that. In other words, we'd notice stuff that is matching our desired list. And when we notice that we're actually proving it, that we're attracting stuff, and when we're proving that we're attracting stuff, then we get rid of the doubt that we can attract. So this is something that I always have a hard time you know, um, grasping. So we actually, we actually also attract our own parents, right? Uh, I don't know about that. I don't know that anybody no? knows the answer to that. I don't know. How can you okay. prove that? How can you prove that? Well, that's, that's yeah. a good question. But, I mean, yeah. if everything is attraction and everything is vibration, that means we basically attracted everything and everyone to ourselves. Okay. Including if, our you're own prepared to prove, if you're prepared to prove that no, to people. No, I, I make, can't prove it. I'm asking I can't prove I it either. Maybe. That's why I'm saying I can't prove that. <laughs> you can't prove it. Okay. No. So we'll just leave it alone. We'll just yeah. talk about that. Yeah. Well, I only um, talk about stuff that I can prove. <laughs> hey, I, I appreciate that. That's that's what I like about you because you don't talk about anything that you don't know. Um. So you have a new book coming up, and I know there's a I, – I didn't put the website. Maybe you can type it in. Sure. Um, fulfillment Needs, and uh, I know that you have been gathering a lot of information. Um, well, not like almost like a research, you know, from people just getting some some ideas about what people really think they need and why they're not happy. And can you tell us a little bit more about it? Because I know I have, you know, did a little background. Sure. Yes. Well, the name of my upcoming book, well, the name that I'm writing at the publisher might change it, although I'm going to hold the intention that they're going to keep it. It's called Fulfillment Needs. Mm-hmm. You know, I've been working with a lot of people over the last uh, years, and sometimes when I meet them, they tell me how they're not feeling fulfilled. Oh, I'm not fulfilled at work, or I'm not fulfilled at home, or I'm not fulfilled in my relationships. But I am fulfilled, and people notice that. <laughs> say, wow, you've got such a fulfilling life. And I say, yes, I do, because I know what fulfills me. There's certain things that I need to have, um, uh, I, there's certain things that I need to have present in my life that fulfill me. Doing this radio interview is fulfilling for me. I get my fulfillment needs met. So the premise of my new book is to help you uncover what fulfills you. What are the needs that fulfill you? And once you uncover what fulfills you, then you can start using law of attraction deliberately to get those fulfillment needs met so you can experience joy, and listen to this, because joy is the purpose of life. So the purpose of life is to experience joy. Then we want to find strategies to help become fulfilled. And the strategies that we want to become fulfilled are getting our fulfillment needs met. So like my other two books, it's a process book. Mm-hmm. So, but I mean, that's also, you know, obviously tied up, tied in with law of attraction and what we attract, you know, um, as far as our needs and, and what we want and and, um, and and knowing exactly what we want, I guess. That's all I'm just saying. Because, you know, a lot of time when people say, I'm bored, they, you know, it's yeah. like, okay, so what would make you happy or what would fulfill you, you know? Yes. If you, if well, I love and that. then they answer questions, and then when they have these things, they are not fulfilled. Well, that's because I know we're not talking about physical things. So I'll tell you what my fulfillment needs are. They're attention, positive influence, freedom, 
when I get those three things met, I'm fulfilled. So right now I'm getting your attentiveness, which is attention. I'm mm-hmm. making a positive influence on people's lives, and I have freedom because I can do this over the phone. I don't have to travel. But if you ask me to go take on a, a, a crane operator job, I would not get my needs filled there. Now, a crane operator probably would, but I wouldn't get my needs met there. My first job when I was out of high school, I was mowing lawns at a graveyard. Oh, let's see. Did I get my fulfillment needs met there? No. Did I know what they were? No. But the second day I quit and I came home and I was, I was like 14 years old, even before I, you know, like legal age to work. And I remember coming home and telling my mother, I don't like it there, I quit. And then I remember her saying, well, you don't have to like it, you just have to do the work. And I said, no, that's what my father did his whole life, is have a job he didn't like. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know why I wasn't still. Well, I didn't get my attention needs met there. I, could, I didn't influence anybody in a positive way. Certainly didn't have any freedom driving around a lawnmower in a graveyard. Right. And now, you know, in my book, there's a little cartoon of a guy sitting on a bench with his, you know, his hand under his chin. He's bored, and it says, "I'm bored." <laughs> right. And what he really means is, "I'm not fulfilled right now." Right. But if he knew what fulfilled him, you would build strategies. So when I'm not on the phone, I'm not doing seminars. Do I have other ways to get my fulfillment needs met? Sure, I do. Would I do something that wouldn't get them met? Hopefully not. Well, you know, I mean, that's, uh, you know, I mean, but I'm, I'm sure, you know, you have sometimes you felt like, you know, like I'm, you didn't get everything that. You know, oh, yes. You know, I'm human like everybody else. I get right. ticked off and disappointed and angry and all that other stuff. But I do it really briefly. It's like, oh, I hate it when that happens. What would I like instead? Like I'm a really good shifter of vibrations. You know, I think it's important for everyone to hear. It's important to have your feelings and get ticked off and angry and feel sad. But the question is, how long do you want to do that for? One hour, two hours, two days, two weeks, two months? So I'm not telling people not to be angry and ticked off and have negative vibrations. I'm saying have them briefer. Right. Have them more I think we have a we have a question on on the switchboard here. I think somebody okay. looking, had their hand, so let me uh, try because we only have a few minutes left, and I want to make sure I take their question. Hi, this is Coach Ria. You're on the air. You have a question? Hi, you're on the air. Do you have a question? Okay, let's continue on, Ria. I guess so. Like you know, today we're talking about law of attraction. We talked about using the words "don't," "not," and "no." When we use them, it causes us to attract negative things. So every time we catch ourselves using the word "don't," "not," and "no," we're going to reframe it by saying, "So what do I want?" Right. When I go from what I don't want to what I do want, the words change. The words change. The vibration changes. Now I'm sending a new vibe, and that's what it's called to reset your vibes. Is to reset the words. It works every time. So I guess I have one one question for you, and maybe you can clear the difference between energy and vibration. Are they the same? Yes, energy, vibrations. You know, we have so many words that mean the same thing. It drives me crazy. Know. Right. You know, in my book I talk about, you know, law of attraction states, whatever I give my attention, energy, or focus to, guess what? They all mean the same thing. Right. Don't, not, and know. They kind of all mean the same thing. But, you know, I mean, you know, I, 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 right, you know, go ahead. Now, you have a real habit of saying the word but, and every time you say the word but, I always feel like everything I just said didn't matter. So that's a little training exercise for you, oh, to be conscious okay. about using Sorry. the word but. Okay. That's okay. I'm a coach well, and a trainer all out. the time. But, but, yes. okay. no, I, when, no, I, when I use the word but? allow, I could be using the word believing, and I could be using right. the word faith. 
they all mean the same thing. You know, what I say but, I just want to say, put it out for the record, is just because I'm, I'm questioning myself and the fact that I don't understand it. If I understand it, I would not say but, because, like, I always have, like, another question. But I have another question. I know. It doesn't, it's, you know, it's yeah. Still a, it's still a nice area to move away from you. Isn't sure. So Thank you. No, it I takes a lot of work. You know, it takes a lot of work <laughs> to be my friend. That's what I tell no, my friends. No, hey, you know what? I take you as a friend anytime, my friend. Thank you. So <laughs> I'm, I'm okay with that, trust me, because the more I learn to be better, trust me, I'm, I'm always open. Open-minded, open heart. you know? That's, that's all it's all about. Um, okay, well, do you want to do any exercise? We only have about six minutes left on the air. and uh, Or anything that, you know, I mean, I know people are in the listen mode. I don't know, I had somebody who wanted to ask questions, and they probably changed their mind, but thank you for being there. Um, so what can, what some, you know, give us some, like, scenario, um, I guess, give, it, give us an example of something, and then let's try and see if somebody can apply it in their life in whatever area. Does that make any sense? No, I'd rather work no. on a real life situation <laughs> or case. Tell me something that you want to attract in your life or business. Okay, so I would like to attract in to my life right now the opportunity to become an international speaker. Okay. Um, go out there and reach as many people as possible because I feel that I have that desire to fulfill. And uh, um, so, okay, I gave you something. Mind. Okay, so part of that is, uh, so that's what you want, and part of that is, okay, so what am I going to, um, you know, getting really clear about that. In my book, I would encourage you to do the, the clarity through contrast um, mm-hmm. exercise, right? Okay. So, so define that, what, what that is. What does that mean to be uh, a, a professional speaker, an international speaker? And what are your doubts about that is the real question. So step number one is you would identify what is your ideal speaking career, your ideal international speaking career. Step mm-hmm. number two is to give it attention, and then your job is to start to notice things that are coming to you that are in alignment. Okay. And that's when you start to that's and then it starts to unfold. You won't attract it overnight, but you'll attract things that are in alignment to it: information, ideas, resources, TV shows, imitate. You know, they're all in alignment. You know, I have to tell you, my show it was it was an attraction because I mean I, I I love speaking. I do workshops, local workshops. I I do talk. You know, I go sometime to the local school and and you know talk about career and and so on and so forth. And I attracted that show to myself to be a host of a radio show because I felt like I have a message that I would like to to share. And I always try to make sure I bring on guests like yourself who are willing to give back and 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 teach something as well. So that was a deliberate attraction for me. It really was. And, I, I mean, I, I didn't know that I was going to be doing that. I really didn't. You know, it's almost like fell right into my lap. And now, I'm, I'm, uh, you know, I want more. I guess I want more. <laughs> I want more because I feel I, I, I can do that. I can do even better. And I am getting better and better, and this is one of the affirmations that I, I, I put in myself. I'm getting better. I'm learning. And when you point something out to me about, you know, not using the word but, I've learned something. So now I'm going to take that word, make sure that I practice not saying that word. Um, I I tend to say um too a lot too. Well, that's all, you know, I had to do many, many presentations and many seminars and many radio shows. And, you know, here's here's a habit I'm still into, and I've done thousands of seminars. And sometimes I do it on the way back to the car or in, in a coffee shop or a glass of wine after my seminar with my friends. 
or my mm-hmm. assistant or whatever, I always say, what did I do well and what could I do differently? And it's my best way to give myself feedback. So I'm not saying, well, what did I bomb at? I'm not doing that to myself. But <laughs> right. So three things I did well and three areas I could do differently. And, we, and you know, when I'm traveling with a team, there's lots of things to know. And we'll, we'll spend a lot of time saying, well, here's what we can do differently at the end. Do this differently. Or on, you know, the, on the break, why don't you sign books longer? Or you know, you're, you know, you're a little, speak a little bit slower when it's a foreign audience. It's like, I don't know that stuff, you know. But that's how you learn. You get feedback. But, so you, know, you basically I don't, rate yourself? Is that what you're saying? Like you try to rate yourself in a certain area? Well, you could use the word rate, yes. Or okay. some people will say, can I give you some criticism? And you know what my answer is? Absolutely not. No, I don't want somebody else. I'm not interested in criticism. <laughs> you can give me feedback, though. And here's the rule about feedback. You don't have to do anything with it. Right. Here's some feedback about your newsletter. Here's your feedback about your hair. Here's your feedback about your book. I don't have to do anything with it. It's just feedback. It's easy. Right. But it doesn't bother you sometimes because if something has, somebody has said something to you, I mean, we try and I practice, I try to practice as much as I can not to let anybody, you know, personally get to me because it has nothing to do with me. And I would say other people's opinions of us is their business, not mine. But it it could affect how you feel, though. Now I'm you said but you, you said but four times in oh, your okay. questions so far. That's okay. I'm letting you go. You expect me to do I'm it overnight, it over a second. <laughs> okay. I stop. So what was the question? I'm sorry. What was the question again? The question is how do how do you avoid letting other people affect how you feel? You know, so if they say something to you and it it's not exactly what you like to hear, you know, I mean, not necessarily everything that people say it's, it's to your liking, but how do you avoid? How do you avoid? Well, you don't really avoid it, but then you don't attract it either. Like, you know, I don't attract critics and I don't attract people that, that don't like me. Or, and if, if I do, they don't tell me. I don't, I don't attract that. You know, uh, people, if people don't like my book, it's okay. Other people do. It's really just about reframing those experiences all the time. On, on Amazon, some people don't like my book because it's too simple, and other people love it because it's simple. Some people don't like it because it has cartoons in it, and other people love the cartoons. So it's like, you know what? It doesn't, it's not of my business what people think about it, about what the, particularly people that don't like it, because it just means I didn't match their style. And I appreciate everybody has styles. I really do. You know, when I go to a restaurant, they're not offended that I don't like everything on the menu. Right, right. I don't, but I don't tell them I don't like the thing. You know, that people are so quick to give rude feedback. And it's like, I don't like this. It's like, well, why don't you tell me what you do like? And I'll tell that to people. Right. They'll email me and tell me that they don't like something I did or said. And I said, well, tell me what you do like. Right. That's a good way of saying it, you know, but, I mean, sometimes, yeah. like I said, but. And here's, a, you know, we can close with this kind of message. People will treat you the way you allow them to. Absolutely. So I don't expect that from people, and I really don't get it from people. Michael, you're an amazing guest. I hope you will consider coming back. Yeah, we'll we'll talk more about fulfillment needs. It's a really important subject. Yeah, because I know your book is yeah it's going to be coming out soon again. Soon, right? How soon do you you don't know yet? Oh no, well I'm still writing it, you know, and I'm I'm sending it out to uh, a bunch of people. and on February 15th, about 20 copies, like 
PDF copies of it, and they're my review team. So it's really ready to, for people to review the whole process, and then I have to go through a copy editor and proofreader. So there's a few phases, but I've been spending a year on it, so it's in good shape. The website for that Fulfillment Needs book that, is... Put it back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's fulfillmentneeds.com. Fulfillmentneeds.com. Right. That's calm. Yes, I see it on the switchboard, on the uh, chat in the chat room. But I will, po- I will post it. Take the butt out. I will post it on um, in the comment again, so people can have it. Okay. And uh, Michael, what a pleasure! Thank you so much, my friend. And you are my friend. I hope you want to be my friend, though, <laughs> because yeah. I really I, I admire your work. I admire you. You are such a wonderful person, and you say what's on your mind, and you attract the right stuff. You say the right things, and I thank you, thank you so much. And I also want to thank everybody who listened to the show live. We are in the archive now, so it's start to archive, and uh, but that's okay. You're not missing anything because you can re-listen to those few seconds that we went over. Um, and remember, listen again to the show. Michael had given us a lot of great tips. The show will be archived and also available on iTunes in the podcast section of iTunes. So with all that being said, Michael, have a wonderful, amazing day. I thank you, thank you, thank you so much for being here, and you are amazing. Thank you. Ah, Thank you. Okay, cheers. All right, cheers. Cheers, everybody. Stay amazing and be well. Much love.